They keep you up at night. They haunt you in your dreams. They will always find you. And there is no escape. Welcome to the new mini-series, where each day we will hear the scariest, most horrifying tales from both distributors and suppliers throughout the month of October. This is Promo Horrors, the haunting tales of your nightmare orders, hosted by Taylor Borst and Stephen McFadden. And welcome today to another episode of Promo Horrors. Today we have a special guest with us, uh, Rick Green, which we'll get to in just a few moments here, who has a particularly interesting story because it is very Halloween themed, which is awesome. And with me, as always, co-host Taylor Borst with American Solutions for Business. Taylor, how are you doing today? Hello, hello. Great. I am loving this fall weather. Normally, I have a really hard time letting go of summer, but I'm starting to get into it. Yes, um, I can finally wear the long sleeve tees and uh, <laughs> the outfits I was probably born to wear. So I don't know if that makes any sense. But um, oh, I'm Stephen McFadden with Perfect Promotions and more. Oh, I yeah, need to great. do a better job reminding myself <laughs> now we know to who introduce you are. myself. Yes, not just a guy talking on the on the podcast. So before we get to Rick, I want to do a quick special shout out to our sponsor, Hit Promotional Products. As we know, Taylor, October is the time where we're thinking about gifts for clients, like fourth quarter projects, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a really important time too to think about giving with purpose. And their AWS line is an awesome way to incorporate gifts where 5% of all the proceeds go back to a variety of charities, which is just an awesome, awesome thing for the industry. Um, So yeah, we really appreciate Hit Promotional Products. So check out their AWS line. They have a special tab, AWS Products. Once you go into the categories, it's a it's a whole section you can you can look through and see all the options they have there. So with us today, our guest is Rick Green with Halo. Rick, how are you doing today? Doing fantastic. Really excited to be here. Yeah, we're so happy to have you. You have quite a nice little bio here. I was like, I think we have the most interesting man in the world on with us. You got. <laughs> books you've published, you've been on committees, you've been all over the place, so we are super happy to have you with us to, to share with us your, your, your promotional horror story. So any, um, you know, what, what, um, what do you got for us today, Rick? What's your, what's your, what's your story that we should be on the edge of our seats about? Uh, and and uh, I was certainly on the edge of mine. My, my promotional <laughs> horror story happens to be a Halloween story, so it it literally couldn't fit the this this month long theme better, uh, and and I have some plenty of other non Halloween ones, but this one is is just kind of perfect. So, um, I, I I'll, I'll launch right into it. Um, I'm I'm the 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 Western uh, Regional VP for for Halo. So when there are problems. Uh, it, it, they trickle up to me, and when they're big problems, they come right to me. So we, we have a, uh, a client, the, the Los Angeles Times, and for many, many years, uh, on, on Halloween morning, every October 31st, whenever that, whatever day that happened to hit, they, they host a brunch for orphans, and they'll bring, oh, 
200 or 250 orphans from all around Los Angeles and Orange County, and they host this little party for them. And that's uh, an awesome cause. It, it was so so really cool. cool. So they asked us for masks. They they wanted to give every child. Uh, a Halloween mask, and and then they'd go to all the different departments at the times and get candy and ha- have a real Halloween. So we we ordered them from a, uh, a costume company back east. They were really elaborate animal masks, uh, the the full rubber painted ones, tigers and frogs and giraffes and and so on. Uh, and there was an LA Times logo kind of pad printed uh, on the inside. So. It's uh, it's October thirtieth. It's the the day before Halloween, mm-hmm. and it's it's the middle of the afternoon. It's like three thirty, and my phone rings, and it's my salesperson. She is not just in a panic; she's crying. the 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 two boxes or two cases of animal masks just didn't show up, and it by the time I was told about it, it's it's three thirty in the afternoon. Well, the the vendor was back in, I think it was Philadelphia. Well, they were already closed, so we couldn't track them. We 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 just didn't have a, a solution. So I literally ran out the door, flipped open my cell phone. It tells you how old the story is because it flipped open. It's a flip, right? And um, <laughs> I had my staff uh, making phone calls to costume companies in Hollywood all over Los Angeles. I'm looking for 250 children's Halloween masks. Well, do you have any idea what those stores are like on the afternoon before Halloween? They're freaking madhouses. There's there's lines out the door. Pe- people who waited for the last minute for their costumes, they're, they're just they're, they're horrible places to be. So I start hitting the, the famous uh, costume companies in Hollywood. Nobody has anything. I'm, I'm driving uh, uh, to the San Fernando Valley, back to Hollywood. My staff's oh my got the yellow pages open, got Google open, trying to find the costume companies. And it's getting late. I mean, it literally, I left the office around 3.30, 4 o'clock. It's getting to be 7.30, and we don't have masks yet. So, so, so Rick, I'm, I'm assuming driving in that area, too, is ridiculous, right? It's exactly, <laughs> because you're right. It's, it's, it happened to be the rush hour time as well. So that, that just added to, to the angst of, of the situation. Mm. So at about 7.30, um, uh, Rosa in my office found a place in Glendale, and they they said to her, "Oh yeah, we have a a, a big box of of old uh, discontinued masks up in our attic. Um, uh, there should be at least three hundred in that box. You you can have it for eighty bucks." So I'm like, G- "Give me the address. I'm I'm driving to Glendale." So um, I I get there. Uh, it's like not 8:30 or 9 o'clock and he said don't worry we're, we'll be open at least till 10 there's a line out the door and around the building when you get here don't stand in the line come right to the door tell the security guard that uh, Albert uh, is waiting for you oh seems okay le- seems legit <laughs> it, seems like a, it seems like a sketchy nightclub you know I get there and it was it was a costume place in a like a strip mall but there was over a hundred people outside the door waiting in line to to get in because due to fire laws 
the, their capacity was reached. They, they couldn't, you know, when two people left, they'd let two more from the line in. So I walk up and I knock on the door and ask for Albert, and people in the line are like, hey, who's that guy? What, why are you letting him in? Who is that guy? And I'm like, oh, crap, they're going to lynch me when I, when I leave. I, I, I mean, they were screaming. <laughs> so... Uh, Albert comes and he brings me in and we go up this rickety wooden stairway to this attic that humans probably hadn't been in for a decade. And there was this box of of masks probably from the 80s. They had Tweety Bird and Power Rangers and, uh, you know, characters that I hadn't seen in a long time. Per- but perfect for it, kids, yeah, it, it solved yeah. the problem. So I gave him 80 bucks and took this huge box of masks. I had... Uh, uh, a messenger come to my house. Uh, so th- they picked these masks up at about 10 o'clock at night, drove them over to the Times, who, as you know, they're, they're, they're going to print around midnight, so the, there are people there. And, and they just needed these masks by about 6 or 7 in the morning. So we got them there, and the, the orphans got their masks. They, they didn't have an L.A. Times logo, but the L.A. Times couldn't believe that we were able to, to pull the, the the monster out of the hat and deliver these masks for their their brunch and and the kids lo- loved them and we 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 turned horror in, into success super creative solution and um, <laughs> I've just I've been to LA a few times and been in that area and just just thinking about driving from one store to the next already is a horror story so trying to imagine driving around for seven hours looking for items that don't exist uh, to, to fix a problem is just, it's, it's crazy. So that's, sounds like you guys had a lot of teamwork, though, on the back end. Uh, people were calling stores and stuff internally. Yeah, totally. That- I had two, two people uh, from, from the staff. They stayed in the office, and they were just calling, 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 and we'd get a lead, and I'd drive off <laughs> to this place in Hollywood, and nope, uh, it didn't pan out. And finally, Glendale came through very very cool well taylor do you um taylor is is awesome at trying to to make us see the good signs of the i was the whole time (laughs) i was thinking about like what does the store owner look like does he look like he owns the halloween store like is he but taylor is great at asking really good questions that i i don't know how she does it so oh my goodness (laughs) well steven (laughs) um well so rick first of all Love this story because it really shows how hard you were really working and it was for your customer, for the kids. Um, but what, what would be like your main takeaway that you really learned, learned from this? Um, I, I think most people would have said, oh, sorry, the, the vendor's closed. We won't be able to trace it until tomorrow morning. Uh, and we don't even know what the trace will show. Um, I, I guess we'll we'll give you a credit. I mean, they they would have given up in in defeat. So, our 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 motto has has always been, you know, failure is is not an option. I don't think I wrote that line, but but that was the motto. So you heard it here first. Halo's <laughs> you heard it here second. <laughs> so when when we when we get thrown those crazy curveballs. 
there has to be a better answer than oops sorry we messed up so we we came up with one and and there's always something that can be offered up as as a solution so what the 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 takeaway is when you call your client with with bad news have a couple of options even if they're crazy so it's not just oh we're so sorry and and you lose the account Sure. And I assume awesome. that there yeah. that there has to be a, a level of transparency with them as well, because if you you know if you showed up the next day with those retro masks, <laughs> or at they the would office like, at where, one in the morning, <laughs> where yeah, where was Plan A? But you know, it, it sounds like you told them exactly what was happening. Exactly, communication is totally the key in those situations. They were told. Um, well, we were told, wh- where, where are the masks? They're, they're not here. And th- that's when we got back and said, you know what? We can't even track them. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to find you masks. We're going to get them there before your event. And we'll, we'll sort it all out uh, on the back end. Love it. So speaking of Halloween costumes, I have a little question for you, Rick. What is your favorite costume that you've ever dressed up for for Halloween? Oh, I I actually love that that question. Halloween <laughs> is my favorite uh, holiday p- Me period. Too. And I I literally oh. collect vintage Halloween decorations like from the 50s that are oh so kitschy and and amazing uh graphics so yeah every year i i do do elaborate costumes and and one year i decided to be the wolfman the the classic universal lon cheney wolfman and i did not want to buy a, a rubber mask so i did it the way the the legendary jack pierce the the makeup artist at at universal did it i glued little pieces of hair all over my face for hours and hours to to transform myself into that that Lon Chaney version of the Wolfman. I looked amazing. I looked like I walked out of a 1944 horror film. But let me tell you, taking that hair off, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it it destroyed my face. <laughs> but it was worth it. It was, it was totally worth it. worth it. The the pictures are classic. And we're going well, you know to see is worth that it? for sure. Yes, you're going to have to post that below um, uh, the, pot, the the link here once we get this published. I think everyone w- would love to see you. Oh, I can do outfit. that. So, but you know what else is worth it, Taylor? What? You know what, worth what, it? what? What's worth it? The, the folks over at Hit Promotional Products, who are awesome oh, sponsors of this podcast. 100%. Who, yes, absolutely. And they do an awesome job with their AWS line for those who are looking to provide some purpose with their gifting for this holiday season or, you know, just any time because there's no bad time to provide purpose with giving. 5% of all the proceeds go back to a variety of charities, and that is just amazing. Taylor, Rick, it's been awesome. Take care, guys. Thanks very much. Thanks, everyone. This has been another episode of Promo Horrors. Tune in tomorrow as we hear another nightmare tale from the promotional products industry.